Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody to another episode of the Sports Ethos Chicago Bulls coverage show. I am your host Keith Cork, and I am joined, uh, as always, by my good buddy and co-host here, Mr. Trey Hill, to recap a assuredly a loss to the Boston Celtics. It's still happening right now. Uh, Bulls are down big. I don't anticipate them coming back in the last two minutes, Trey, uh, or three minutes, whatever, whatever it is. Uh, just uh, disappointing. Uh, it's currently a twenty-point game with two and a half minutes left. Yeah, disappointing back-to-back uh, losses that, uh, you know, we never really stood a chance in any of them uh, at all, uh, which is really, really unfortunate. You know, I, I think, I mean, it, it's, since the All-Star break, it's been it's been bad, right? It's been a tough team to watch, uh, not something a lot of people have been able to stomach. A lot of people have already jumped ship on the Bulls, and I don't blame them. I mean, you know, if you are frustrated watching something, why would you continue to do it? Um, but I just the thing that frustrates me the most, Trey, is that um, on offense, like the Bulls have absolutely no playmaking ability, which is just crazy to me, the, considering the fact that we have DeMar DeRozan, Nikola Vucevic and 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 Zach Levine. And I know Zach's hurt. And I know, uh, you know, the the fit of Demar and, and Vooch, I think, is in question. I think I've got, had a lot of questions about that, but th- this just floors me, man. I, they're, they're worse than I could have ever possibly imagined. Halfway through the third quarter, the Celtics had 22 assists and the Bulls only had 10. So they, the Celtics were able to more than double up on assists when this game mattered. Uh, if you look at the uh, the numbers now, the Bulls end up with 18 assists, but like when it was really when the, the Celtics were really ramping it up, the Bulls just weren't able to get anything done. And I know we harp on the Lonzo thing a lot, but I think I think not having him and not having Caruso, it really showed because anytime you get the ball out of DeRozan or Zach's hands, it doesn't pop. Uh, that's something that you like to mention a lot. The ball needs to pop. And t- tonight was just another night of the ball not popping for the Bulls. Yeah, it just, it just gets – I mean, we try to get it to Vooch, and then it just gets dead when, when Vooch gets it in the post. We give it to DeMar. It's dead when it gets in DeMar's hands. Um, and I think part of I that don't, is – I didn't see a lot of cutting in, no, with yeah. any of it. Did you? Like, uh, there was one play I tried to write it. I went to write it down, and I didn't have a pin. But Vooch – like, Vooch was kind of in the high post, and Io cuts from the corner, but he, it's a very lackadaisical cut, and he really just cut his defender right into Vooch, whereas if he had actually cut hard, he would have cut hard into a wide-open layup. And so I, the off-ball activity, the all of it, it, it's just like everything needs work, and I don't see any of it getting done on the offensive end. And the Bulls' uh, offense, I mean, the Bulls have a shooting problem too. Like part of the part of – Sometimes the answer is yes. Let's let's cut off the ball and make things happen that way. And sometimes the answer is let's stay home and stretch defense and take jump shots. And right now, 
the Bulls are doing that. I, th- I think, you know, I don't know the numbers off the top of my head, but it feels like the Bulls have been shooting more threes in the last three or four games than they have all season. And that's just not the identity of the Bulls. The Bulls are not a good jump shooting team. They're not a good three-point shooting team specifically. And uh, it's just been really horrid to watch. And I know it's been, um, you know, really tough here. Uh, but, hey, thanks for tuning in for us, guys. This is the Sports Ethos Chicago Bulls podcast. We're going to talk about some of the news lately with, uh, obviously, Lonzo Ball being shut down for the season and uh, the Bulls clinching a spot in the playoffs here. But, uh, listeners, I want to take a moment to ask you to please follow at EthosFantasyBK on Twitter. It's the single most dominant basketball and fantasy news feed on earth. Get all your NBA news in one handy Twitter feed. It's faster than the competition and provides more analysis, too. Again, that's at EthosFantasyBK. On Twitter, go follow it now. I know um, I'm actually just getting notifications now, Trey. I have more people following us on Twitter. But uh, go follow us at EthosBulls if you aren't already. Uh, that uh, account is growing. And I'm uh, super excited to see, you know, how uh, how many people we can get on that. Um, what are we sitting at now? 335. So not too many. Uh, like to break. Let's let's try to go for 400 here uh, before the season's out. But uh, yeah, get, go follow us. I eat those bulls on Twitter, please. Um, but yeah, obviously, uh, you know, Trey, the um, big news is you know, Lonzo Ball. He is going to be shut down for the rest of the season, according to uh, I believe that was. Um, uh, Sham Sharania that broke that story and doesn't really come as a surprise to either of us. I don't think um, we were pretty much banking on him not being in the playoffs uh, when that happened. And, you know, he's had these setbacks and when you have setbacks with a knee injury, you really don't want to push it. So, you know, he's got almost no time to really recuperate here before the playoffs. He'd risk even more injury if he went out there and tried to push it. So uh, I like this. Uh, I like this long term as a, as a decision. I do as well, especially with him not being able to get back and get in a little bit of a better rhythm before the playoffs. I think coming back in, having not played for as long as he has, I think that would just that's just a recipe for disaster. And I think it would set the bull it would just set the Bulls up for lower expectations going into next year. Whereas with the team constructed, obviously they're not as good as they were that you know that first couple months of the season, but they're also not as bad as they've looked. This team was built specifically. Um, people talk about the Vooch trade, and I've seen a lot going on around the Magic trade, and did we give up too much for Vooch and all of this? I think people forget that the other piece that AK and Eversley tried to add at the trade deadline was Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball, DeMar has been the best player we got from the free agent, free agent market, but Lonzo is the key that unlocks this team's full actual potential. And I think that just kind of gets kind of lost in the sauce a little bit because DeMar has been so great. Zach is our guy. You know, everybody wants to know see a max player. But when, when you look at how this team is built, you have to have the guy like Lonzo when you don't have those playmakers, when you don't have that great rim protector. You have to have the, the things that kind of make up for all of those shortcomings. And Lonzo was – he just fixed all of our little problems. And not having that around, those problems just continue to be more and more glaring as smart teams continue to exploit them. Trey, I don't think I've ever seen a team so good at transition offense and on the other side of the coin so, so very absolutely dreadfully bad at transition defense. Like, it just it just floors me. Like, the Bulls need to get out and run to take advantage of, of their offensive skill set, I think. And um, like you said, you know, I think Alonzo really helped with that, especially his ability to just get the ball off the floor quickly and smartly. Um, and without that, it's really showing that we're that we're missing that. But uh, on the other side of that coin, man, 
the transition defense is just I just don't know how you're that bad at transition defense at the NBA level like guys are just getting lost you know cross matched as they're coming even on a made basket guys are getting cross I watched tonight um you know, we made a basket. I think I think it was Zach that made the basket. Somebody in the Bulls made a basket, and Zach is hustling back on a bad leg. He's like hobbling, half half hobbling, and uh, trying to get back. And you know, uh, Kobe's there guarding Zach's guy. Zach gets there in time, and now Kobe's suddenly recovering on like Jalen Brown. I think it was that he was uh, guarding, who is now driving. So now he he's already out of position. It's like you're you're starting defense without. And this is this is off a made freaking basket and you're starting defense without any real chance of stopping the opposing team it's just so frustrating for me to watch man say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill what's the easiest choice you can make window instead of middle seat picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket outsourcing business tasks you hate what about selling with shopify whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I agree. And that happens more often than either of us would like. The Celtics have done a great job all season of running off of makes. It's been one of the things that kind of kept them alive earlier in the season when their offense was puttering. But even if it's not... Even if it's not a make, the Bulls, their offense has just fallen off a cliff since the All-Star break. And when you, we, we talked about it tons at the beginning of the season when you're making shots, when you're making baskets, and you're, you know, being, you're able to get back on defense, you're able to set that defense, getting that rhythm, that makes a big difference. And not, not knocking down shots, forcing these guys who clearly are not you know, above-average quality defenders to – to have to fill, you know, have to do all of these things. I just, it's not a recipe for success. And we talked about Lon. I talked about Lonzo a second ago. You mentioned earlier that we don't have in a three-point threat. I think Lonzo was shooting over forty percent and was taking mm-hmm. like seven a game. Yeah. So when you shoot that kind of volume at that kind of percentage, that that's a huge thing to take away from a team that currently ranks dead last in three-point attempts per game. 
Yeah, we just we just don't have the shooting. And, you know, I would look for guys like Kobe White to step up there. Um, I just don't don't know if Kobe has it in him. I think he's best served as just a bench guy that maybe has or maybe doesn't on a given night. And when he doesn't have it, he needs to not play, honestly. And, you know, Io was shooting it way better than anyone expected for the first, you know, couple months of the season. He's regressed, uh, not shooting it that well. Vooch, uh, the last three or four games, has been dreadful from distance. I, I don't know the numbers off the top of my head. Um, I believe tonight he was like two for eight or something. No, it couldn't be that bad, was it? He was uh, one of three from three. One of three. Okay, Five so you of 13 didn't... overall. Yeah, I, I think he was it was four yesterday. of ten from inside. Yeah, uh, yeah. Was he, I think it was yesterday. He was just absolutely dreadful. He was like one for seven from the, from three or something like that. It was it was ridiculous. So, um, it's been a struggle uh, to find guys to knock down because those those are open threes, and we see other teams, um, you know, even tonight, you know, other teams getting those threes too off of a pass and, and just drilling them because they're NBA players. <laughs> And you would think that, you know, the Bulls could do that at least at a uh, somewhat decent clip. And right now it's just, like, absolutely awful. Because they, they, what did they shoot tonight? Like 20% from three. Uh, they shot – oh, they end up shooting? No, this is the Celtics. 30. They shot 30% from three. At one but point they, they were I know they started, like, yeah. 0 of 5. So I would be kind of curious to see what the percentage was through the first three quarters. Because well, Trey Brown Jr. hit a three, looks like, and then I think someone else hit a three in the, in the – closing minutes there so you know right. great assault great assault time but but it, it, whatever it, whatever it is i mean it, the, the point is that the bulls don't have that kind of shooting right now um zach is is clearly dealing with something i've said i was wrong i've said in the past that he looked healthy to me um just the way that he's played the last few games he has not looked healthy um and if you take that into consideration i mean you know the bulls were a borderline top five types top six team in the east and you take zach out of the equation and just give him give us like 70 percent zach now all of a sudden that knocks us and knows lonzo ball that knocks us down to definitely like like a play-in team basically which is how we're playing i mean we're beating teams of that caliber uh somewhat regularly still and we're just losing a good team there's we stand no chance against good teams do you know who we are we're the Spurs of the East right now. <laughs> the Spurs of the and East. And De- Demar has just has just came over from a team in the West who could beat the good teams, but you know, or could beat most of the teams, but couldn't quite get over the hump. To the same kind of thing. The second half of the season, it's it's pretty good. It not even pretty good offense. It's okay offense and just absolutely t- dreadful defense. And it. It, like you mentioned, it's it's a rough watch. Uh, even tonight, they called up Marco Samanovic, and he was a DMP. Um, yeah, so let me let me. I, ask I mean, you I know that. that I know that sounds dumb to bring up, but like, no, it's what we're, what are we doing this year? Yeah, let me ask you about the why. Why are Zach Levine, uh, Demar Derozan, and Nick Levucevic playing in this game? I, I for the first, I mean, yeah, sure, the Bulls have an outside chance at the fourth seed or whatever. I mean, if they won out. Uh, and, and I think it's who is in fourth right now. The, the Sixers lose out. The, the Bulls could have technically snuck into fourth. But what what's the point here? Are we trying to get fifth seed? Are we trying to play, uh, you know, who is who? I guess we play Boston instead of the Milwaukee Bucks. I mean, it, who cares? You got to be. But it, it doesn't matter. Both those teams are going to be significant underdogs against. So why are they playing? You have to think it's to try and build some camaraderie between the guys Patrick Williams only played five games before he was out so it's not like he's played a lot with these with these guys um I don't really know why they're playing 
To me, especially in the second half, because you can talk me into the Bulls have been struggling. They want to get them in a rhythm. They want to ha- have. They want to have yeah. some games and have some success. Yeah. Bef- beforehand, but when you're getting the shit kicked out of you, and why, why, why even run them out there? I, I see Zach played 27 minutes. Vooch only played 25. Um, but Demar played 33 minutes tonight. Like, what was? What's the point of running him out there for 33 minutes? What's the point of having Zach out there for 27 minutes? when we didn't even think he was going to play because he's been injured. So to me, it's it's a lot of just kind of trying to be competitive for being competitive sake. And honestly, I think it's more demoralizing for these guys to just continue to come in and and lose in this fashion rather than to just sit on the bench and say, okay, you know what, we're, get, we're getting rested for the playoffs. Here's what it was, Trey. Let me tell you. Here, here's what it is. It's a brilliant plan here. By Billy Donovan and Co. This is just fantastic coaching. They are throwing this game. They're they're playing their players and throwing this game on purpose so that they're going to throw the uh, the the Celtics off when we face them in the playoffs. They they just wanted to give them a look at uh, you know what it could be. Now I mean we, we have dominated them the, the previous two games. <laughs> so so clearly you're on to something, Keith. This is uh, obviously what's happening here. It's brilliant, uh, brilliant coaching tactic, tactics and everything. I don't really understand it. I don't. Which stage of grief is denial? Uh, yeah, it's. <laughs> it's been. Um, we talked about that a little bit before we got on here too, Trey. It's been a um, you know tough team to watch for the last uh, since the All Star break, and like I said, a lot of people jumped off. But um, so why stick around? And you know, I think I think for me, you know the reason I keep watching this team is because, you know, I, I mean, I've seen way worse teams before and I've watched every single game. Um, the thing that's really got my goat about this team though, is that, like nothing's changing. Um, you know, we continue to get our, our heads bashed in for the same reasons, uh, which you, you know, you what, pointed out it's mostly defense. What can I pick your brain on that for a second? One thing yeah. I know, one thing that really annoyed me, I think during the game, we had Lonzo go out, we had Caruso go out. I know we were playing a certain style of defense when those two were in, but we saw those guys go out and we watched the Bulls continue to just get decimated by running the same defensive scheme. I I continue to notice more doubling, more rotations, more trying to cover for the fact that we don't have point of attack defenders. So why I've been the big Billy Donovan defender to me, I don't know why it took him so long to start trying to put these things in place because it's great when we have Lonzo and Caruso and you don't have to be able to have that scramble defense, but when you do need to be able to scramble, the bulls are a step slow. Um, it seems like every time you mentioned like the, the Celtics knocking down open threes, I feel like what adjustments they have made during the season, they've been like three steps too slow in making them. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's my, that's my major you know criticism of Billy Donovan. And I, I agree with you wholeheartedly there, Trey. Um, and I, you know, I don't have a good answer as to why it took this long to try different things out. Um, obviously, the things that we're trying aren't necessarily successful either. So maybe maybe there's some kind of calculus there where it's like, hey, we can't really do this. But but like you said, I'd like to see them try. And I think I think it's a when you talk about good teams, every team deals with injury issues. Every team deals with. Um, people, you know, being banged up during the season. Every team deals with slumps. 
every almost every team has you know a two to three week four week slump where they just don't play good basketball. I mean, look at this, look at the Warriors. I mean, they you know they started incredible and they're playing awful now. Obviously, there's no Steph Curry, and that means something. But but the good teams is what I'm trying to say is, is the good teams really know how to uh, weather that and adjust and and play differently. And I you know I'll point to the Clippers. Clippers didn't have Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Norm Powell for most of the season. Now those guys are coming back. And I think Ty Lue did a fantastic job adjusting the way that they played and messing with rotations. And, you know, obviously you have to have guys step up also. And uh, I just I just don't – I think you, you're, you've hit the nail on the head there, Trey. I just don't – I think that there's been a lack of imagination when it comes to the Bulls. I think the, the Bulls had a game plan coming in, and they wanted to play this game plan, and they stuck to it, and they stuck to their guns to the detriment of the team, I think, uh, in many ways. It's funny that you bring up the Clippers and Ty Lue. Do you know what Ty Lue's nickname is because of his coaching ability? I do not. Specifically, his in-game adjustments. Clippers players have started calling, and this started last year. His nickname is Bill Belichick because (laughs) the way he can make adjustments in the game, these players have so much faith in him, so much respect for him. And I had him ranked pretty low whenever I did the Bird Rights podcast earlier in the season. And I couldn't have been more wrong about how good of a coach Ty Lue is. And uh, I will continue to be a Billy defender. Things were working mm-hmm. at the beginning of the season. And I think I don't think the defense would look nearly as bad if the offense were able to get back on track. And like I mentioned earlier, they were able to get you know make shots, get back on defense. I think... I think it would look a little bit better, and I think Billy Donovan and company were just kind of holding out hope that the shots were going to start falling and things would kind of fall back into place. And instead of trying to mix up how they do defense in the middle of the season, I think they were really hoping Alonzo would get back healthy, Caruso would get back healthy, and they could get back to playing that same way, and then they would have all of those reps. Because, But uh, given the fact that Alonzo's not back, Caruso's got – like. It, just like last year, things have not. The Bulls had a good plan and pl- had a pretty good plan in place, and then the the cards just didn't fall the way. Last year, it was Zach getting. Was it COVID or did he get hurt right after the Vooch trade? He had co- he, he had COVID. He was in right, the COVID so, protocols. So the Bulls lose lose a bunch of games they would have won. They don't make the playoffs. They're pickings up in the lottery. The the Magic get to select Franz Wagner. Whereas this year, it's they had this great team, then Lonzo gets hurt, and he has the setback, you know, Patrick. So to me, I think the Bulls had a good plan. I'm trying to defend Billy Donovan against my own air, you know, my own shots. But it's just, it's been such a frustrating watch to the end of the season that had so much promise at the beginning of it. Yeah. Uh, so our frustration is the same as yours, Bulls fans. Um, you know, obviously... Uh, not what we want to see, uh, just like in Thrive tonight. I'm checking my Thrive scores right now, not doing so well. But while I'm talking about it, Trey, I want to also point out our new uh, daily fantasy partner here at Sports Ethos, Thrive Fantasy. Prop up with Thrive Fantasy on their mobile app or at thrivefantasy.com. Use code ethos when you sign up to go 100% deposit match bonus on your first deposit up to 100 bucks plus either two or four free game tickets to play. Big player props on the biggest names playing every night. You score points when your props hit. And the players with the most points win a share of the nightly prize money. And check out our Sports Ethos DFS team or podcast for advice on winners. Again, that code is ethos over at threadfantasy.com. Um, can, we, can we get a little positive real quick? Yeah. It's been, it's been a real downer tonight. And yeah. Patrick Williams, man. Yeah. How great. Like, I know I know he's not always the most aggressive as we'd like to see. 
Yeah. I know he, you know, I know he has his faults, but you see not only the flashes, but you just see the effort. You see him learning as he goes, and yeah. I think he is just. I think he's going to be special. I yeah, really. I think- I think he's going to be a, uh, at the very least, a very good basketball player, and he's going to be exactly what teams look for in that swing swing guy that has two way ability, a two way player. Um, like you said, I think the thing that the things that he struggles with are consistency and aggressiveness, uh, which are two things that you know are mental and that you can work on. I think, um, but when he does have that aggressiveness, his shot is man, it's it's pure man. And I've I've given him some crap before about having a really slow jump shot, but no one's really contesting that. I haven't seen him like being blocked. I don't see people closing out on it. I think he gets it off just fine. And uh, he also worked with a shooting coach in yeah. the off season. And uh, I'm not sure about his off the dribble pull up, but his catch and shoot um, speed it that he, I, I saw a thing in the off season. He almost cut it in half. Oh yeah. Uh, they did. They did like a side by side comparison and he had almost cut his catch and shoot time in half. So that's something that, that uh, I know you didn't know that before, but you noticed it with your eyeball yeah. test. Yeah, yeah, it's it. It seems like he's getting it off because I remember. Um, I remember last year, yeah, seeing him and being like, "Oh man, this guy's taking forever to shoot. Like he's not going to get a clean shot off ever at the NBA level." And so he's gotten better in that way too. So I, you know, it's been a really rough start to his career because of all the injuries. But what we've seen uh, recently, Trey, like you said, it's it's been really promising. Tonight, I didn't feel like he had the greatest game. He got in foul trouble early, didn't have a chance to really get his rhythm going. Um, but other than that, the last three games before that, I've loved what I've seen out of Patrick Williams, and I, I you know I hope it's it's going to continue that way. Um, another positive, we we clinched a playoff spot. <laughs> you know, we didn't talk about that yet. So we uh, the Bulls uh, waltz uh, back passwords into a playoff position here as the Cavs lose two games. Uh, so thank you, Cavs. Thank you, Orlando uh, Magic, for uh, for taking that out. So the Bulls won the trade because, you know, the, the Magic won. Uh, was I don't even think when Wendell Carter was playing, though. I think he's actually injured, so never mind. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> um, so yeah, the, the Bulls are going to be in the playoffs. They are probably going to be the sixth seed tray, and they're probably looking at a, a date here with either the Bucks. Or the Celtics, I would think. Those are probably the, the two most likely, I would think. I haven't looked at strength of schedule. There's a possibility it could be the Sixers, too. But, you know, first playoffs here, I think, in, in five years. So, I mean, how does that feel? Oh, it's, you can't you can't rain on that parade. Getting to have playoff basketball is fantastic. And really, I know DeRozan's older. I know Vooch is older. But the rest of these guys, it's going to be really valuable playoff experience for them, I think. Zach's never been to the playoffs. Io's a rookie. You know, I know Caruso's won a championship already, so he he doesn't necessarily need it. But Patrick Williams is 20 years old. Like, this will be yeah. great for him. Javante Green. Like, all of these guys, are, a lot of them are pretty young. They don't have a lot of playoff experience. And getting that experience now, I think that's going to really come in handy down the road. Because, again, other than Vooch and DeRozan, I think most of these guys – are at most like 27 years old, maybe 28 years old. So a lot of them, hopefully they'll be around a while and hopefully the Bulls can continue to get back into the playoffs once they get a taste of it. Yeah, man, I, I agree with you, man. I think it's a, a really great thing. Um, you know, the Bulls still have a very solid young core. They have Patrick Williams, they have Zach Levine, they have Io. Um, you know, uh, I'm probably forgetting somebody here, but but they've got some young guys that are uh, that are decent. And I think Caruso's. Oh, I think Caruso's 26. Kobe yeah, White's. Kobe what, White. 
he's the same age as Io. I think they're 22. Yeah, um, so pretty pretty young guys and uh, good good experience. But also, I mean, you know, we're talking. Obviously, it's been a downer of a, of a podcast here because the Bulls just been a downer recently. But when the playoffs start, it's it's zero zero, man. Every it's anybody's game. Anything can happen. Um, I think this is a, the real test here for the Bulls. Even you know, even though every test we've had so far, we've gotten an F on. Uh, maybe the Bulls get a D minus or a C, uh, and that's a step up here uh, for the Bulls. You know, maybe we, we win a game against the Celtics, and that's like a good moral victory for us. But, um, but I agree with you though. I think it's going to be good, especially for you know for Zach Levine, and hopefully you know the Bulls do get a chance to extend him this offseason. Hopefully that knee problem gets a chance to heal up this offseason, and we see the Zach Levine of last season as opposed to this season because it hasn't been a great season for Zach Levine, has it? No, it, it really hasn't. But that that even ties into the next thing I was going into. To continue the positivity, it's not for this year. But at the beginning of the year, you were down on the Celtics and you were high on the Hawks. Mm. And I said the Celtics last year, they had the worst injury luck in the league. Um, Tatum had a, a really down year because he was playing with a bunch of subpar players. He wasn't playing with his guys. And when this team gets their core back together and they get to have a real regular season, I think they're going to succeed. Now you see Boston with 50 wins. I think the Bulls are going to be in the same spot next year. I think if you can get a healthy Lonzo back, now these guys, they know how to play together more. They know how the offense is going to work. Because those first five games with Patrick Williams, everyone was still kind of figuring things out. And I think go next year is next year is really the big year for this Bulls team. Um, coming into this season, we all kind of – I think we were we were hopeful. We had our fingers crossed for a playoff spot, knowing full well that given their age, it was really this next year that was the year. And as bad as this Bulls season has went in the second half of the season, I think the Bulls have set themselves up very well for next year in terms of just – expectations and things of that nature. What, what do you think, like, seeing moving forward? I know well, we're going to have big pods for this later on, but yeah. just, just in general, yeah, we'll like, I saw the Celtics, and I'm like, I can really see a, a world where the Bulls, they get the breaks next year. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll go into this, yeah, definitely in, in some more pods coming up, and hopefully we'll get some awesome guests for that. So, uh, you know, if you know anybody, send them our way. But, um, you yeah, know, we'll, we'll do those. But, but no, I think um, – let me say this. It was nice to see the Bulls back in the media, national coverage. It was nice to see, you know, people arguing about the Bulls being good and nice to see people, you know, getting a little bit overexcited about the Bulls. Um, you know, you had uh, obviously Chuck, uh, for some reason, Chuck, uh, Charles Barkley always seems to get too excited about the Bulls, whatever they're like showing any kind of being good. And so he, you know, he was on the bandwagon. I know Stephen A was on the bandwagon. Uh, DeMar DeRozan getting MVP talk. So, those things matter, Trey, because whenever they have cap space, are going to be able to attract free agents. And we haven't been able to say that in the last, what, 20 years that we've, that we've been? A long time. Our front office, yeah, our front office couldn't get it done. No one ever wanted to come to Chicago. Um, you know, we had some, wait, it was the end of his career. You know, can you be we landed uh, Pau Gasol. Okay, you know. So so there's been some. You mean Carlos Boozer wasn't like the uh, wasn't the five star recruit he was sold as?
but that made me a LeBron hater for a while. But but now I feel like the Bulls have a real legitimate chance to get those guys. So that's what changes it. That's the what changes the calculus to me. It's more of a uh, big picture uh, front office type thing th- that the Bulls had a successful season and people were talking about them. Uh, and even though it's been a, a bad second half of the season, I think people are still going to come here. Did you hear me uh, say the thing about Carlos Boozer? I did. You broke up. No, I, I heard okay, you call yeah, Boozer. That's we like, had our connect. With the the connection must have went faulty because I couldn't hear you there for a second either. But you were you were talking about how we got Dwayne Wade and we got Pau Gasol, and I mentioned that wait, Carlos Boozer coming in in his prime, he wasn't the five star recruit he was sold as, <laughs> and you went yeah. completely quiet for like a good ten seconds, and then you come back on crystal clear. <laughs> talking about how the front office is what you're excited about. So what a great tease for the upcoming episode where you get to explain why you're so yeah. excited about this front office. All that all that audio you probably missed out there. You'll get it in this uh, in this big mega episode. So uh, we had some really great points. You'll just have to tune in and find out. Uh, but I think that's going to do it for us, guys. I think we're going to take a break here. Um, the Bulls have tomorrow off, thank goodness. Um, I believe they're back at it the next day. Um, they have two more games left on the schedule Friday. Uh, so, yeah, that would be the next day. So Friday they are playing the Hornets, and then Sunday they are playing the Timberwolves. So we'll be back to recap those for you guys, and we'll have some playoff basketball, so we'll be on to recap that as well. Um, guaranteed I, playoff basketball. Guaranteed playoff, that's right. Uh, before we sign off, though, we want to also remind you all to use coupon code HOOPBALL20 at manscaped.com for 20% off your order and free shipping. And also check out our pals at mybookie.ag. Use code HOOPBALL on the third page to sign up to unlock deposit match bonuses there as well. I'm Keith Cork. You can find me on Twitter at, at Keith and Trey, where can people find you? on Twitter at Final Finally. And uh, until next time, guys. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.